Amazing. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Aspide podcast. So in today's episode, it's going to be slightly different and I really do feel like it's going to bring so much value to you guys. So we have Virginia here, who's been one of our long-term clients actually, and it's been an absolute pleasure just to see you grow and flourish over the you know year and a half that we've been together now. Um, so let's just start off by you know you introducing yourself to the audience, what you do, what your main goals were, and I guess challenges were on your fitness journey. Yeah. So, hey everyone, my name is Virginia. Um, so I, I work full-time in tech. That's my usual day-to-day job. Um, previously, I was in healthcare, so I made a bit of a career switch. Um, so I guess, you know, in the time that, you know, I was switching careers, like I had to both work and study full-time. And because of that, that's when I, my health and fitness really started to slip. Um, now, being healthy and you know body image issues has been something that I've struggled with for most of my life already. But in this period where there was already so many external life stresses around, um, it got to a point where I was the un- unhappiest with my body I'd ever been. Um, seeing myself in the mirror, it just made me feel like, like crap every single day. And you know it carries on into everything else that I do for the rest of the day. And so I was at a point where, okay, I've tried all the fad diets. I've done yo-yo dieting for over 10 years now. Like I'm just sick of having to feel like my, my body and my fitness is holding me back from living life fully every day. And that's when I came across um, Chen Yang on YouTube. So I'm like, oh, you know, I've never heard of body recomposition, never heard of reverse dieting before. And then did a little Instagram stalk. I'm like, wow, look at all these, like, um, all these transformations and everything. Is like, is this really something that I that could be possible for me? Um, I've tried everything else. Obviously, nothing's worked for me. So, you know, this is something that I could really give myself a chance to try. Amazing. So obviously you lost over 18 pounds of body fat um, over the first five months when we first started together, mm-hmm. built muscle while, you know, still eating out and going holidays, which I know for a lot of people, it's like, how could you do that? Cause you have to be like a hundred percent on track or like strict to the T with your, you know, your plan. Um, so I know that you've obviously tried a lot of different things before. Now, what was the difference with trying all those things you had done before versus say, you know, our coaching methods? I think I think what's different with aspire coaching is that it's not a one size fits all. It's not like okay, you want to lose this weight, you want your body to look like this. Just follow this twelve week program, follow this meal plan, and do these gym sessions. And that kind of assumes that you know you're a robot. All you have to do is autoplay, and you'll do all those things. There's no such thing as like emotions, life's ups and downs, and stuff like that. Um, but it's not the reality. Is that most people aren't like that. Um, it's with the spy coaching, it's very tailored to your lifestyle. You know, you, you know, do you have time to go to the gym five, ty- five times a week or is it only three times a week? Um, what kind of job do you do? Because that will affect you mentally and physically as well. Um, and, you know, just because this eating, eating this amount of chicken breast and this amount of broccoli will help some people lose weight for other people eating the same amount is going to make them gain weight or you know, not change their weight at all. So it's when you first start in the program, it needs some adjustments initially, and you need that coach to kind of have a look at see your progress over a period of time and seeing making adjustments as necessary. Do we need to add uh, more cardio here? Do we need to add a bit more protein or cut back on the fats here, for example? Um, and other programs don't have that kind of um, support uh, that kind of facilitates you long term, which is what you need. 
yeah, like even if you are the most disciplined person ever, you can follow like a 12 week program, you'll get those results really quickly. But then you quite often what happens is that you can't sustain those habits and you bounce back to those old habits and everything that you worked hard for just goes out the window again. So with one-on-one coaching, it takes into account that everyone's different. Um, people's body changes. Some days your weight goes up, some days it goes down. Um, some days you're 100% on point with meal plans and, and your fitness, um, your, your gym sessions, et cetera. And then some weeks you're feeling a lot more flat and you can't um, meet, meet the requirements that you usually set yourself. So that's what's different with, um, with aspire coaching. I know that obviously having been through the coaching now, you are in a place where obviously you are a lot more empowered with knowledge around fitness and, you know, you can kind of sift out the BS now, but if we were to take Virginia like a year and a half ago, what were a lot of the beliefs that you had around, you know, your fitness journey, how to lose fat, how to get your dream body and, you know, to become the confident version of yourself that you are today? I think when I previously, like just b- before I joined, I still had a lot of toxic mindsets. So for example, you know, if I, if, if say, for example, I have more off meal plans in a week um, than I plan to because everyone's birthday for some reason is in the same week or, you know, some days where work is really busy, busy and I didn't get to make it to those gym sessions that I had initially planned and my, you know, my schedule has been disrupted. I kind of feel like, well, when, when I jump on the scale and I can see it goes, I'm like, well, it's because I'm, I'm being punished because of this, you know, it's because I wasn't hundred percent on plan. It's because I wasn't hundred percent on plan with my, my fitness. And this is my punishment. It's, it's all my fault, that kind of thing. Um, but it's not, it's not conducive or not productive to feel that way because you, you have to forgive yourself because you are human. Um, and the fact that you can't be at your hundred percent all the time is, is just normal. Um, you're, and it, even, even if some weeks, you know, you're hundred percent on plan and doing all your exercise and stuff like that, you have to forgive yourself when some weeks you can't, your, your 80% is everything that you can give. And even if that means like, you know, have you, you can't track on plan as much as you used to. Um, but you're making healthier choices where you can. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something we speak about a lot, right? Like, mm-hmm. Well, 100% is going to look so different in different times of your life. Um, and it's like, you know, the past, like the last few months when you've had your exams going on, it was like, okay, we well, just need to pull back a little bit because you can't demand yourself to be pushing 100% in all areas of your life at the same time because it's just going to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout is something that I'm quite familiar with. Like with my personality type, I'm very, very productive focus, very goal focused. And it always feels like I have to be good at everything in order to, you know, feel like I've completed something or I achieved something in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Now what has felt like the biggest win for you? Because obviously fat loss is great. Getting in shape is great, but what has been the biggest win for you that has made you feel the most fulfilled from your journey? Probably the self-esteem confidence and my relationship with myself as well, because, you know, quite often we, if you don't have a good relationship to with yourself and you are your own biggest critic and you constantly put yourself down, then it's going to impact every other area of your life. You become, start to become a very, you know, toxic and very negative person. And even if, you know, you yourself don't see it, it kind of seeps out into your energy and your friends and family around you, they, they feel that. They see that, you know, you're the kind of person who, you know, always, you know, talks down to themselves, always like beats themselves up over like small little things, stuff like that. Whereas if you are confident, you know, 
if you are confident, it really shows in everything that you do. You know, like things you could be having like really bad day, but you always see the silver lining in it. It's like, okay, um, first things first, I missed my bus today. Okay, that's fine. I got to work a little bit later. Um, you know, it could be, okay, I've, I failed my exam today, but that's okay. I got really close. It just means I'm much more prepared for my next exam. It's always like, okay, this happened. I've accepted it. There's nothing that I can do now that it's already happened. Um, and same with your fitness journey as well. Okay, I went a bit overboard. I ate the whole pack of Oreos, whatever it was. It's like, I'll just get back on, I get, get back on track tomorrow. Um, and when you have that relationship with self where you are very forgiving, um, not so forgiving to the point where you just let yourself go, but forgiving enough to the point where you, you've done this, you've accepted it, but now you're ready to move on and treat yourself better because you know that you deserve better. You deserve to nourish your body. You deserve to take care of it, to keep healthy and all that stuff. And you deserve to talk to yourself like someone you actually care about. Like when we, you know, when one of our friends messes up, like for example, like they do a presentation and then they, you know, stuff up the last slide or something. We're not like, oh, you know, you did so badly. I can't believe you did that. You like messed up everything. Whereas to ourselves, for some reason, we feel like it's so much easier to be so critical um, when we should be treating ourselves like someone we actually care about. Yeah. Did you see yourself getting to this point? Because I know, you know, what holds a lot of people back, they'll say, okay, you know, I feel like if I had the proper plan in place, and support, yeah, I could get there, but they don't believe in themselves because of maybe, you know, they've spent the last five years struggling. It's like, oh yeah, if I had the plan, it would work, but I don't trust myself to fold it. Um, mm. I don't trust myself to ever have that self-belief. Is that how you felt as well before starting? And, you know, what sort of changed there? I think there's definitely like a bit of doubt with myself. I'm like, okay, you know, what if I, you know, go into this plan and what if I follow it and what if, what if it still doesn't work out because, you know, I I keep going out to eat all the time. What, what if I can't keep up with the gym sessions, that kind of stuff. Um, I think there was definitely some element of doubt there. Um, but I think at the point that I signed up, I was already so over just feeling miserable all the time, like low self-esteem. Like I've tried everything already and, you know, how much more of this can I take where, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting any younger, every day is passing by and I want to live those days feeling happy and confident. Um, not always like living till the next moment where, okay, once I lose weight, then I can go on this holiday feeling confident, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, definitely had those, you know, those fears when starting, but at the end of the day, you can do all your research, have all these doubts and stuff as much as you want. Um, but at the end of the day, until you actually join the program and you actually give yourself a fair go, like give yourself the opportunity to actually try the program, you know, do something different and, you know, be open to advice and to support, then you'll be surprised at actually having that kind of support that isn't all about, you know, me versus you, you better do this, this and this. It makes a huge difference into how open you are to receiving help. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, like I want to give everyone listening here or tuning in on YouTube, obviously as much value as possible because they think it's different when a coach says something because it's like, oh, well, it's easy for you to say that is your lifestyle. That is, you know, yeah. you, that's the only thing you look at. But um, it's very different when it comes from someone just, you know, your everyday girl who loves gym, loves fitness, but also has so many other things that she loves in life. And it's not the only thing. Mm. Um, if we were to look at, you know, where you were when you first started. So 
anxious around food, restricting, binging, um, you know, kind of starving yourself and still not seeing any progress there to where you are now, where you're eating so much more food, you're fueling your body, you're confident, you're strong, you can go on holiday and just eat mindfully without tracking and know it's completely okay. What were the steps that actually got you here? I'm happy for you to share as much as you want um, in terms of, you know, your plan, what you did. Yeah. What were the steps to towards you getting here? I think the probably the first step is being open to receiving help. Yeah. You know, I think for a lot of girls in, in this day and age, we're raised to be, you have to be strong, you have to be independent, you have to be able to be competent and capable at every single thing in order to be respected, in order to have some kind of self-worth. But at the end of the day, if you were an expert at everything, then, you know, that then you wouldn't need any help at all. But I think being open to receiving help, like, look, I've tried everything already. I want to try something a bit a bit different and I want to be open to receiving help. And I think that shift in mindset um, really allowed me to be like, okay, here's a meal plan. Here is the, here's the prescribed gym plan, that kind of stuff. I want to stick with the plan and just follow it for, for a month, be open to receiving feedback from my coach, be open to adjustments and stuff like that and just see what happens. Because at the end of the day, you have to give things a proper chance and give yourself a proper chance to experience something before you can see the result. You can think of like, you know, what, what if this, what if that, but at the end of the day, like you don't know the outcome until you've actually given it a try. Um, so I think, yeah, that was the, the biggest mindset shift rather than being like, oh yeah, I think I know what I'm doing. Like if I, I can see that my weight hasn't really been decreasing, I'm just going to keep cutting out food, keep cutting out food. And it got to the point where I'm starving, I'm tired. And like, I'm like still not in a, in a position where I'm happy with my body. Um, so probably accepting that putting uh, accepting that okay I gotta let go of my ego a little bit clearly what I've been doing isn't working so what other advice can I get from a coach that can maybe change the outcome yeah and did you feel like you know there was that ego because I know that's common for a lot of us to be like if I just try one more thing it's gonna work <laughs> yes, for sure it's like a lot of us like you know it's, it's hard to admit yeah. um but it's kind of like oh yeah like most, most of us know about the basics about health and fitness. It's like calories in versus calories out. If I just eat less, then I'll lose weight. But if it was that easy, then why is like the weight loss and fitness industry such a huge industry? It's because it's not that easy and it's not a one size fits all. Like if you just keep eating less and less and less, it's like gets to a point where it's not sustainable and you're miserable. It's like, okay, let's just say, like worst case scenario, you get to the point where eating one banana and an apple a day and you get to your dream body. It's like, okay, you're feeling tired all the time. You're grumpy to be around. You're not pleasant to be around and you feel tired. You don't get to, you know, play the sports that you enjoy. Um, when you go do go out to events and stuff like that, you feel like you have to hide away from the food because you can't control yourself. It's just such a miserable experience. Yeah, exactly. And um, obviously you mentioned meal plans. So I just want to touch on this because I know that, some people have also tried other coaches or like meal plans and guides and what they found it was just it was so hard to be consistent because again it's just it was a plan but it wasn't really designed around their life or essentially personalized so with your experience how did you find the meal plan like you know what were your beliefs maybe going into meal plans and all of that before starting and what you know now mm. um i think so when i first started i actually started with tracking because i love cooking and it's always been a passion of mine and i didn't want to 
I guess the idea of meal plans is like, oh yeah, I'm not going to be able to eat all the foods that I like. I have to eat like chicken breast and broccoli all the time. Like I was really worried about that. That's why initially I wanted to do tracking and just see how I go. But the reality is that I didn't have the knowledge or experience to be able to track accurately. So I'll be like, oh yeah, that's about 50 grams of rice. It's like, okay, well, cooked rice versus raw rice is a big difference. Uh, that's just like a small scoop of like mayonnaise. This is a small bit of peanut butter. It doesn't add up too much. So after six weeks of tracking, I hadn't made any progress at all in terms of my weight loss or, or my fat loss. And that got frustrating. And so I'm like, okay, well, I clearly don't have the skills or experience yet to do tracking. Um, so I want to try meal plans. And what was exciting about the meal plans is that I was actually asked for an input. It's like, okay, what are your favorite foods? What's your favorite snacks? I'm like, I get snacks on a meal plan. <laughs> like, what, what is this? And so, and you're saying like, oh, for example, um, I, I don't like chicken breast. Please don't put chicken breast in my meal plan. I'm like, okay, um, that's fine. And then I got the protein sources, the carb sources, even the snacks that I get in my protein plan, uh, in my meal plan. And I felt like as I was following the, the meal plan, it felt like there was a huge mental load taken off me because oh, someone else has done all the calculations. I know exactly what to measure out. And I get to have like a Kit Kat at the end of the day too. I was like, I was really surprised because I was actually enjoying what I was eating. It didn't feel like I was dieting. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the biggest difference, right? I think a lot of people look at when they start a fitness journey, when they start dieting, oh my gosh, it's like this massive sacrifice they have to make. And then, you know, you know there, there is like, the point where you do have to have things in moderation you are going to have to like put some boundaries around certain habits but it's definitely not being like okay now you just have to eat chicken rice and broccoli and yeah. live a restricted lifestyle because let's be honest that's not going to be sustainable all diets work if you can stay consistent to them but it's like well, most diets you can't stay consistent yeah. to it that's the difference mm, for sure um now like in hindsight knowing what you know now um what works and what doesn't work for our listeners and viewers right now what should they not do if they want to achieve results like you have um so i think two things are very very important to have if you know that you know you're not fully committed to um reaching your fitness goals or your body goals right now then it's probably not a good time to join because at, at the end of the day, you, it's, it's not about motivation. It's not about discipline. It's about commitment. Um, and you, I guess, joining the program, there are some days where your discipline is going to be better than others, where your motivation is going to be higher than others. That, that's all accounted for in the program. But at the end of the day, if you are not serious about getting your body into the best shape of your life, into changing yourself mentally and physically to become the best version of yourself that you can be, like you have the best coaches, the best meal plans, like all these like access to the best fitness facilities. But at the end of the day, it's all the success of this is dependent on you. If you're not fully committed to it, then no one else, no one else can help you. So that's number one. And the second thing is that you, if, if, if you have the mindset that uh, I don't need any help, I can do it all myself. Uh, you know, Chen Yang and Izzy recommended that I do this and this, but I'm just going to do things my own way because, you know, I, I think I like, you know, Google said this, that kind of thing. You have to be open to receiving help. I mean, the, the reason why you're even considering joining the program in the first place is because you've done the Googling, you've done all the searching through Reddit threads and all YouTube videos and all this stuff. And yet you're at the point where you you've exhausted all your resources, nothing that you've tried has worked. So you have to be open to receiving feedback, receiving help. And let's talk about like those days where you are struggling. Um, the difference 
between having actually someone there to help you versus you just by yourself like we're all humans right we're gonna have days even with a coach where we're like oh my god crap <laughs> like I can't show up this is hard how is it different actually having a support system around you I think it, it's it's very good having a a friend someone who who's there to look after you and kind of pull you out of that that deep pit that you're in it's kind of like even though if if you're on a regular day where you're a bit more logical a bit less emotional and fatigued you're like okay you know i can i didn't get to go to the gym today that's fine i'll just go tomorrow but in that moment when you know you're physically mentally exhausted you feel like crap because you've eaten through the entire bag of Oreos or whatever it is like it's nice to just have someone there to just be like you know okay we that's happened already there's nothing that we can do about it but at the very least let's go for a walk today even if it's like 10 15 minutes that kind of thing so they help you kind of reach those bare minimums to help you feel a little bit better about yourself and at least feel like you not all is lost it's a not all of nothing mindset and even though logically deep down you already know these things but it's different when there's some there's someone there it's like you know you could be like really upset about something you could be telling a friend even though you know what this you know what the solution is but you don't need that friend to be like well you should do this this and this the the friend is there to support you feel like you, you know, your feelings are validated it's like okay you know it's okay that you feel this way um you know it's up, at least maybe tonight you can go for a walk something like that like deep down you already know all these things but we're humans are social creatures we like having someone there to make us feel supported for sure that accountability it's like we will always be our harshest critics we will always you know just listen to that kind of negative self-talk at times and it's very easy to almost let ourselves go in those moments Um, having that self-compassion from someone but also that push to be like all right let's just like get something done to show for yourself it is that game changer and it's like stacking those little habits and those small kind of changes in your actions day by day Um, now another like common belief I think that really pains me um, Mm -hmm. because I know it holds a lot of people back and to be fair it held me back as well from starting was like oh I do need a bit of time like if I'm gonna start on something like it has to be a time where there's nothing else going on in my life um, mm-hmm. I know that I can commit x amount of time per day per week um, but you probably know now as well that life is gonna you know life goes through flows where you have seasons where things are calm and then it gets busy and we can never really find the perfect time because fitness does not exist in isolation um, from other areas of your life so now obviously having been through what you've been through you study you were you know you've got a busy social life you know you've got a very vibrant life going on um how has actually having a coach and a proper plan place saved you time and overwhelm in those moments yeah yeah like like you said at the end, end of the day you know today you might think oh yeah it's not a good time to do coaching right now because i've got exams but then life happens like you know if it's not exam today then it's going to be you know like preparing for a holiday the next time it's going to be moving house for the next time there's always going to be something in life that always makes you feel like okay you're okay not not yet not yet it's never the right time the thing is the we don't live for the end goal we we can't just always put our life on hold like you know when when this happens when i start when i start making this amount of money then i can treat myself to a holiday when i get invited to this social occasion then i can wear that nice dress that i've been keeping away in my closet it's always like you know when this happens like why put your happiness on hold for for always waiting for something always waiting for something to make it feel like you deserve it. the reality is is that your self-esteem impacts you every single day and it impacts you in the way you you carry yourself around yourself, your family and friends, your work, and you deserve to feel happy and confident right now. 
Like every day is, is passing. You know, are you going to wait three months, six months until you're ready to, to join the fitness program and then change your life? But you need to show up for yourself like right now. You're, you know, you're going out next week to dinner with friends. You're going out, you know, next next weekend to to this event or to do this and that. You deserve to feel happy in those moments, not being like, oh yeah, I need to forget about living in the moment now and always waiting for the next outcome, waiting for the next outcome. You're, you're never going to be ready, but you do deserve to invest in yourself and feel confident and have high self-esteem right now. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast last week and this one quote just like hit me so much. It was like, in life, we choose our regrets because ultimately when we are at a split rose and we're trying to make a decision, there's always going to be A or B, option A or B, right? And when we choose A, we're probably going to regret some things in B because we can never split test life. So we don't know what's going to happen if we had chosen B. If we chose action B, we wouldn't know what would have happened if we chose option A. And I think a really great frame to ask yourself is like, well, what regret am I happy to live with? Like, am I happy to live with maybe the fear of being like, oh, I did try something and it didn't work for me? You know, am I okay to live with that regret? Or am I okay to live with the regret of being like, I never found out because I never tried? you know, and I never gave myself that opportunity. Um, and obviously like, yes, time goes by so quickly and the years go by. What held you back from getting started earlier? Cause how many years had you spent just doing things yourself? Like realistically, like my, my, my body and self-esteem issues started from high school. So it'd probably been over 10 years at that point that I'd been trying all sorts of like dieting, trying to you know, lose weight for holidays and, you know, trying all, all these sorts of things. And it just hadn't worked for me at the stage. And it got to the point where like, okay, maybe this is just my metabolism. It's broken. This is just who I am. I'm never going to be able to achieve my my dream body. And I should just be, you know, I should just learn to, you know, hide my body better or something like that. But um, yeah, it was a long-term struggle. And then when I came across your program at first, you know, it was, is a big like investment cost initially. And so that's the main thing that kind of held me back rather than, you know, being worried that I wouldn't have the discipline for it. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I, I, I remember I did reach out twice. The first time I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me have a think about it. Let me just try things myself. I was like, girl, I've been trying myself things myself for 10 years and it hasn't worked. So what makes a lot of, like, <laughs> month of difference for this? And so I think after a month of trying signing up to the gym and tracking and essentially following all the tips that you posted in your YouTube and Instagram. I was like, okay, well, I just, I'm trying it, but I feel like I still need that coaching. Maybe that's, that's the difference here. Um, And so that's why I reached out again, like, okay, I've now a month later of trying to do things my own way. I'm even more frustrated compared to a month ago because I tried things my own way. It didn't work. And it just, prove to myself that, okay, it's not as simple as calories in versus calories out. It's not as simple as, okay, I just need to be more disciplined and stop saying and saying no to all my sexual, like social occasions. It's like, okay, I, at least I know now that I'm even more frustrated than I was before. Um, self-esteem is at a lower place than it was a month ago because I've given it a good shot. I've tried the discipline thing and it still didn't work for me. And I'm sick of always like being like, oh, my holiday's coming up soon. I need to like lose weight in order to look good in this in this bikini. Uh, you know, this social occasions happening, people want to take photos, but I don't want to be part of it because I, I feel really crap right now and I don't look good in photos. And it was that kind of weighing over me every single day that held me back from so many things. Um, so when I finally joined the program, 
and I started becoming a more confident, better version of myself. I realized how much that impacted everything in my life as well. Yeah. What is, so what was the biggest difference between you taking on, I guess, everything I told you on YouTube, right? (laughs) Um, All that information, because like we are so lucky nowadays to have access to so much information. Mm. Um, So what was the difference between you going to the gym, getting those workouts in, you know, still training, um, tracking your foods, all that versus us providing the plan? Like what was the biggest difference there? I think, um, you were able to look at it from a more objective point of view and provide feedback. So for example, I'm like, oh, I'm putting this, this, and this into my fitness pal. Here's a picture of my food. And then, you know, you and Izzy were scrutinizing me like, oh, you know, you make, you know, how is this like cooked rice? And, you know, did you weigh out that amount of oyster sauce or that amount of peanut butter, that kind of thing. And being able to make make adjustments. Whereas from from your perspective, you're like logging everything into my fit into my fitness pal. And, you know, when you do the calculator and you put in your height and weight, you're like, oh, yeah, I should be eating this amount, which is like a very tiny amount. And like for most people, they'd be really hungry on it. Like you don't know exactly. You, you like follow all these calculators online that seem to be like, oh, yeah, based on your height and weight, you should be eating this much. Yeah. Whereas for a coach, they might start you on on th- this amount based on you know your current physique, but then they know how to make adjustments depending on how your body responds. And you don't get that from YouTube um, or from from Instagram stories, because yes, the the principle was there, but there's no like individual tailoring depending on how your body adjusts to it. Yeah, for sure, that's the thing. I think a lot of people don't realize. I guess you don't know what you don't know, right? It's like, mm-hmm. do I just find the set amount of calories I need? I'm just gonna follow it, and something's gonna happen. But it's like your body adapts, lifestyle changes, exercise, hormones for girls menstrual cycle that affects you know how you're feeling your weight and all that i think people don't take that into account they're like i just need the calorie number like some just give it to me yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't really unfortunately it doesn't work like that um if it did be so much easier and chat gbt would solve everyone's problems yeah. um in terms of the investment tell me a bit more about like obviously that's a big barrier that holds a lot of people back i know having invested in my like own coaching and mentors and also being in a position where i had never invested myself before that it was just like automatic. I could never afford it. I would never invest myself because it's just too much. Why would I do it? It's a waste of money. Um, what would you say to someone who's in a similar position to you who perhaps like, yeah, the money is there, but at the same time, it is a big investment. Um, and that is really holding them back because they're just like, that's a lot and I'm not ready. Yeah. I'll think of it as, you know, don't just look at the initial investment amount or how much you're spending, etc. It's more like look at the rewards because let's just say, you know, in a, in an ideal world, a there's a new new startup company that comes up. The stocks are really cheap, and you know it's a guaranteed investment that you're going to get like you know ten times returns on it. Like, it's it's like you you have to look at the return, and that's the whole reason why people buy stocks in the first place because they're not looking at the amount of upfront money that they're spending right now. It's also the it's the return on investment, and in this case here. I think I you have to look at it as beyond just spending some money initially and paying paying that amount every month because in return what you get is you get confident you get self esteem you have you feel really happy about the way that you look in in the mirror and when you feel really good about yourself and you feel very confident it translates into every single area of your life like for example you know as a result of you know my self esteem going up feeling more confident um, I 
you know, I applied for promotions at work. I applied to do things um, like presentations to take on projects where I didn't have any skill set in or any experience in. And if I didn't have that confidence to just give things a try, I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I know that I have confidence in myself that whatever's thrown at me, I can learn it and I can learn it quickly. Um, and the same thing, that, so that's work-wise, I was able to take on a lot more opportunities that if I didn't have the confidence and the right mindset for, I would never have, I have taken on. And as a result of that, that's really helped to, um, to build on my career over the last, you know, over a year that I've, I've been with the program. Um, you know, my friends and family say that I'm a lot more, a lot more positive to be around because, you know, a few friends have even said like, oh, you know, you should start doing like seminars and charging for them. Like, you know, there's <laughs> like life lessons and stuff like that, because, you know, when friends come to me with, with a problem, I can, you know, like, look, you know, yeah rather than look at it from this negative point of view, look at it from this positive point of view. And because you're such a positive person yourself, you kind of radiate that positivity to everyone. And as a result, the friends and family around you, people around you, they feel a lot more positive and confident and as well. And you know, aspects of their life also uplift as well. So positivity is very infectious and it, it shows in, in the way that you show up for yourself and also around your family and friends. Um, you know, you have a better relationship with your, your friends, your family, you know, you know, at the time I'd gotten out of a long-term relationship. And so it really impacted my approach to dating again, where, okay, you know, I, I respect myself. I have these kind of standards, you know, I, I'm going to go into this and, you know, and know exactly what I'm looking for. And I guess if I didn't have that kind of confidence, then, you know, I'll be like, oh no, I don't want to take on this work project because I've, I've never done it before. I think I'm, I don't think I'm going to do well in it. Uh, I'm not going to, um, you know, put myself out there and, you know, and go on dates because, you know, I'm, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to find whatever I'm looking for. Or, uh, you know, I, I won't go to this e event because, or I won't go traveling by myself because I'm worried that I can't make friends there and like, I'm going to get lost in that kind of stuff. So if you have the confidence, you realize that confidence takes you far in every single aspect of your life. And looking at, the initial investment costs versus what I've been able to achieve as a result of the person that I've become, it's become, it's like all worth it. Yeah. Honestly, like the amount of wisdom that you have and yeah, as your friends have said, like I would give you a mic and just be like, just speak. <laughs> Inspire everyone here. Just, just, just open your mouth and speak. Because <laughs> um, even, you know, your weekly posts and stuff, like I can see the impact that you make to even the new girls who join because Again, it's just like there is so much wisdom. Um, everything that comes out of your mouth now, it's just so like, it's just incredible. Like it's so inspiring to see because I remember, you know, our first two calls um, and the person that you are now, the way that you you hold yourself, the way that you speak with so much like just confidence. Um, it's just, it's night and day difference. And, you know, I hope that you can see it yourself. But I, I remember the first call and it was like, you know, like all you could think about was just like the body fat that you want to lose. This is how I want to look. I feel shit around food. And there was like nothing more there really. And now it's like, we've taken that and it's like, we've built so much more beyond that. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, they see their fitness journey as like, yeah, I just need, I need, I need to lose some body fat. And it's like, it's so much more than that because it's, when you get to lose that body fat, when you get to transform your body, now how do you see yourself? How, you know, what's your self-belief? And it's the rippling effect, I think, is the most just like life-changing, really. It's not just the body, but it's like what happens when you prove it to yourself that you can achieve what you set your mind to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, you know, humans are 
vein. We want to feel good about ourselves. And, you know, we, we want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs without being completely out of breath. We, you know, we want to, you know, look, look in the mirror and feel really happy about, you know, about the way that we look and, you know, everyone's ideal image of themselves is, is going to be different. But, you know, when you, you know, when you look in the mirror and be like, oh, damn girl, I look so good today. Like, you know, you just walk out there the way that, that the way that you walk and, you know, you approach things a lot more confidently. You're a lot nicer to people as well, because, you know, you, you just feel happy and people who are happy and very satisfied about their life. Like it, it shows to, to everyone around them as well. Yeah. And you attract the energy that you give out, right? Like mm-hmm. when you attract better people in your life as well, you mm-hmm. kind of become the person that you want to attract. Mm-hmm. So again it's like it's like a rippling effect and um I just lost my train of thought I was gonna say something else <laughs> I got carried away I was like I'm so inspired by you right now <laughs> what was I gonna say um, um oh yes the panting of walking up flight of stairs you now run you let's talk about that because I remember, you, know, you were definitely not a runner and then we had the running challenge and now you're doing races yeah that. <laughs> that was pretty crazy because you know it was a long journey to get to where I am now. And I definitely had a lot of resistance to running when, you know, you first posted up the June challenge. You're like, oh, here's the June challenge. Everyone like trying to run hundred kilometers this month. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, nah, that's not for me. I, I can't even run hundred meters without like puffing out. Like there's no way that I could do it. Um, but I guess, you know, you reached out, encouraged me to do it. I'm like, okay, let me, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like, you know, I'm going to try my best. If I hit hundred kilometers, that'll be kind of proof for myself that, I'm capable of a lot more than I give myself credit for. And I think the moment I chose to do that, it transformed everything else because I hit over, I did over, over hundred kilometers that month. I managed to go from panting after a, like less than hundred meters to being able to run two Ks. And then it got to five Ks. Like I ran, I ran a half marathon just a couple of months ago and I could never imagine myself being able to do that. Um, yeah, at, at the time. Um, and then not only did I do it for the June challenge, I did it June, July, August, I did it consecutive months. I'm like, you know what, I can actually start to run now. Um, and part of that uh, really impacted my belief in myself because I'm like, okay, I started out thinking that I could never do something like this, but I've just proven to myself that I can do it. And if I prove myself to myself that I can do this, how much more am I, am I capable of? So instead of, you know, every time I come across opportunities, um, or challenges that I've never experienced before, rather than be like, oh, no, no I'm not going to try it. Like, as a result of em- embarking on that challenge, I went on another a lot of other challenges in my life, including, um, you know, jumping on projects that I'd never done before at work, um, you know, going to speak at presentations, um, presenting in front of over 700 people, that kind of thing. Like, I would have never been able to say yes to these things if I had let myself or my self-doubt of, you know, having no experience, thinking, predicting my own failure before it's even happened, held me back. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you have achieved so much in this year and a half. Um, I don't know if you realize it yourself, but like what you've achieved probably would take someone else 10 years to even achieve. And the difference really is the speed of like implementation and your ability to make decisions quickly to be like, you know what, I'm going to do this because people mull over things for so long. You know, they say, oh, I need it. I want to start running. I want to get fitter and I'll bet I'll do it soon. I'll do it soon. I'm not sure if I want to start it just yet. And the ability for you to like the, the speed that you can make a decision is ultimately the speed that you can then start achieving things in your life. Right. So what you've achieved in the last year and a half, um, it's more than someone would probably achieve in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I'm very, very proud of that. And I really didn't think that I'd be able to achieve, like, I'm really proud of what I've achieved in the last year and a half. And I think, you know, more than, more than discipline, more than motivation, more than anything, it's been as a result of a change in mindset and becoming a better version of, becoming a better version of yourself. For sure. If we were to wrap things up, if you could just go back to the old Virginia, say something to her, what would it be? You, you deserve to be happy and confident right now. You know, do, if, if there's anything that you need to invest in, you need to invest in yourself because no one else is going to help you. No one else is going to help you achieve your goals. And, you know, at the end, end of the day, you know, what is it costing you for not investing in yourself? And, you know, how much, how many more days, how many more years are you going to let go by where, you know, you feel unhappy with yourself, you look in the mirror and you feel crap about yourself. And that shows in the way that you show up to work. You don't want to appear in, you don't want to appear in any group photos. You know, you don't want, um, you don't want to go on holidays where, and take pictures where one picture and seeing yourself look bad ruins your entire holiday, that kind of thing. Um, why are you always living for the next moment when you deserve to be happy and confident right now? Yeah, for sure. And then for our current listeners tuning in, because um, I really do feel like having the perspective of someone who's not the coach and not someone who lives and breathes fitness, um, you know, I feel like we could really change someone's life here. So if you could just tell the listeners something right now, like your biggest sort of takeaway from this whole experience, what would it be? Um, I think, I think at the end of the day, um, probably giving, giving yourself an opportunity to be the best version of yourself. And even if that means like, you know, accepting help from other people, use all the tools available in front of you. Um, because, you know, what, what is, what is the cost of not doing anything right now? You know, you're going to wait a year's time, two years time, you're going to be, you know, time's going to have flown by you know, experiences that you've could have lived more fully have gone by. And, you know, you let, you let that, you let that kind of happen and you, and it's two years has flown by and you live with regret now because then you look back and be like, okay, you know, why didn't, why didn't I enjoy myself more on holiday? You know, why didn't I take more group photos with my friends and family? Because now they're all busy um, and now we don't get to catch up as often, that kind, that kind of thing. And yeah, at the end of the day, these, we live for moments and when we get, you know, grow old one day, we're going to look back. We're not going to remember, you know, the, the end goal of, you know, what we achieved and all that. It was the journey to get to there in the first place. We're going to remember moments that we have with ourselves on holidays, moments with our, with our friends and family in the moment of, you know, oh yeah, looking at this photo, I felt really happy in this moment with my friends. I felt really confident in that photo. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really hope that, you know, whoever's listening to this right now, that this can be the thing that kind of gets them to open up to provide getting some help to really take that next step for themselves. Because imagine if we can get more females to go through the journey that you've been through. I really do believe that the world would even be a better place. Um, I feel like we'd enable more people to live the life they deserve. Because I think, you know, life, there's so much to experience in life, but often we are the ones who hold ourselves back. So thank you so much for, you know, being part of this. And being part of, you know, this journey of making more impact to more females. Thank you for inviting me on. And I'm really happy that, you know, you 
you had this, you had the skills to, you, you had the skills and your knowledge and you decided one day, like, I'm going to start posting on YouTube. I'm going to start posting on Instagram. It was your idea to start Aspire Coaching in the first place that, you know, gave me the opportunity to change my life. And I know that so many other girls who are on the program feel the same way and know that a lot of girls who do follow you and want to be on the program, they, they want to feel the same way as well. Because you could have been like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm just going to keep all this knowledge to myself. But you chose to start a movement out there. You chose to you know, put, pour your energy and your time into something that could change the lives of so many girls. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs>